it's another grand and fine morning out there. As always, today is September 14th, 2021. I'm Pastor Justin, and welcome to the Shadron Berean Church Podcast. I've got a devotional for us this morning called Water Don't Lie. Water Don't Lie. This last week in my social media timeline, I was reminded of a special memory from one year ago this week when my family and I moved into our new home. As I was looking the pictures over, I was struck by how you could tell exactly where the previous owners watered the lawn and where they didn't. It was a really stark contrast. I was think I was looking at the lawn because it's so dry this year. Well, apparently last year wasn't much different out there for where our home is. Um, Where we water, it is lush and green grass, but where the water stops, it's just dead and brown or or weeds take over. And this reminded me of a sermon I'd heard about uh, five years ago from Berean Fellowship of Churches President Scott Mathis. Uh, If I remember correctly, I was in my tractor at the time and listening to his message as I prepared some of the summer fallow uh, fields for uh, September wheat planting. So I think it was in late August. That's when he delivered the message. I had to go back and look it up. But uh, everything was very, very dry. And in the message, um, Scott told about his his old cowboy friend, Keith, who was assigned to teach him how to irrigate a pasture on this ranch he worked for in the mountains of Colorado. And so they're on horseback, and they're riding out to this pasture. And Keith says to him, son, water don't lie. Water don't lie. And what he meant by that was that if if water didn't get to certain sections of this pasture, like in the, in the trenches they're going to dig to get the water there, before long, it would be obvious. It would not grow the grass uh, that they needed for the cattle. And uh, one of the symbols you probably know uh, for the Word of God is water. Uh, God's Word's often described as water. Water water is, when you think about it, it's used uh, to cut, like a different industrious applications today will uh, use fine streams of water to cut material, even like like metal. Um, God's Word also cuts right to our hearts. That's what Hebrews 4.12 says. Um, water cleanses us as well. God's Word, too, has a cleansing effect on our lives. We're to be washed by the water of the Word, according to Ephesians 5.26. Um, water also comforts us, and it refreshes us, and that's uh, God's invitation, too, to come and drink of the the water of life freely. So you, you find this cleansing and comforting and cutting work of the Word of God um, in scripture but if if water if the water of god's word isn't getting into our lives or certain parts of our lives we shouldn't be surprised when we find dead brown spots and weeds in place of lush green grass and with our church's vision of a tree that's got deep roots and is bearing fruit it's going to require us uh, if we're going to model that and we're going to live that uh, it's going to require us to constantly be watered by God's word. And let me ask you this question. What are the dead and brown spots in your life that need that need water? Uh, what are the areas of your life that reveal you aren't getting the water of the word 
that you need. Um, in a recent research project um, by the Center for Bible Engagement, this is a division of Back to the Bible with Arnie Cole. You're probably familiar with that name. Um, they, they sought to answer this one question through their research. Why do so many people own Bibles but so few read them? And since its inception in 2003, the world, uh, um, sorry, they've been asking that question and they've surveyed more than 400,000 people around the world about their spiritual lives. And uh, this was kind of unintentional, but one of the key discoveries that they found is that if someone engages God's Word four or more times a week, their life um, will look radically different from the life of someone who doesn't. Among those Christians who did not engage the Bible most days of the week, um, their lives basically are statistically the same as the lives of non-believers. Basically, you can't tell a difference between them in their lives. Um, for those who are in the Bible, um, once a week, once or twice a week, it, it had a negligible effect on them. I mean, again, you couldn't tell the difference. If someone was in the Bible three times a week, uh, three days a week, you could you could start to tell that there was sort of a heartbeat there. Uh, they said, uh, you know, you, there's kind of a difference, uh, kind of. Kind of not, but you know, there's there's definitely a little little bit of a heartbeat there. But for someone who engaged the Bible four or more days out of the week, uh, it was like it was just it was radical. There was such a shift that it was that it's pretty incredible. Get this: for someone who engaged the Bible four or more times a week, I mean, what I mean by that is four days a week. Loneliness was down thirty percent. Anger issues were down 32%. Bitter relationships were down 40%. Alcohol abuse down 57%. Feeling spiritually stagnant down 60%. Struggling with X-rated material was down 61%. Uh, Improper relationships outside of marriage down 68%. And gambling addictions were down 74%. Percent, And then on top of that, sharing their faith with others went up by 228%. 228%. The likeliness to disciple others went up 231%. And the likeliness to memorize Scripture went up 407%. Because they realize how much they need it, probably. So they want to memorize it. They want to meditate on it. Uh, this research, I think, is incredible, but it's not surprising if we believe that water doesn't lie. God's Word is powerful, and and it's the best counselor. Sometimes we just need to get into the Word of, of God and counsel ourselves in it. The Word of God is our a counselor to us. It's God's counsel to us, His instruction. Um, the, the research proves... Isaiah 55, 10 through 11, for as the rain and the snow 
right? As the water comes down from heaven and does not return there, but waters the earth, making it bring forth and sprout, giving seed to the sower, bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose and shall succeed in the things for which I sent it. How great is that? Ask God today to water the brown spots in your life and the weedy spots in your life as you consistently begin the discipline of spending quality time in His Word at least four days out of the week. It's a good challenge for us. Remember, guys, water doesn't 